You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nanaimo. Welcome back. Today we have another one guest, Jean Barzovsky. We met Jean many years ago and he is the main organizer of war, Ukrainian war arms based in Toronto. And we will talk, we will ta- we will talk about uh, things and help what they do now in Toronto. Hello. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. Uh, how are you? Um... We are good. We are good and busy. Oh, yes. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, busy. Yeah. It's true. Uh, hardly catch you. <laughs> and uh, how things are going in Toronto now? Uh, well, um, at uh, Ukraine Wamps, we've always been busy. We, we've been actually working hard since 2014. And uh, yeah, uh, obviously, since uh, February 2024 this year, we are extremely busy no time to sleep as i told you before like three hour day sleep 
that's what you get. That's true. The same. The same here. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, man. But you know what? Uh, I'm glad we have uh, that uh, opportunity to to help Ukraine and support our people. Mm-hmm. And tell me uh, about your extended program. We've been, uh, as the history goes, we've been mostly concentrated on helping Ukraine war amps, amputees, and uh, Ukrainian veterans who've been wounded, injured during the wartime. And uh, recently, we extended or added a n- number of uh, programs to our organization to address current uh, situation in Ukraine. And uh, two most uh, important things uh, we are doing now are Save Ukraine project, which is uh, which intended to help uh, our civilians, uh, refugees and volunteers to evacuate people, take care of refugees and civilians. The second project is called Equip the Soldier. It's actually sort of a brother family of our previous very successful program of Adopt a Soldier. And here you are, Equip a Soldier Born. It's actually dealing with helping our defenders with equipment. Among the equipment we give them, buying here in Canada and where we can, and providing to our defenders uh, when uh, they need it the most. So some of the equipment uh, uh, include uh, tactical gloves, tactical goggles, tactical flashlights, etc. So we also uh, don't, we also helping with uh, buying uh, stuff like uh, drones and etc. More significant stuff. So. That's pretty much what we're doing now. Save Ukraine for refugees and civilians and equip a soldier helping our defender defenders directly. You do directly. You have clear uh, logistics, right? That's correct. Uh, historically, Oksana, as you know, as maybe our listeners remember, Ukraine WAMPS uh, has a network of uh, volunteers all over Ukraine. And uh, uh, many of these people uh, still um, helping us, but uh, they probably change their role, again, uh, transporting refugees from uh, uh, from uh, Melitopol or uh, Zaporizhia to border with Romania and uh, buying food and uh, clothes on uh, in Chernivtsi and uh, uh, and uh, taking it back to the front line in the east so that's kind of activities uh, we give them we help them financially so so those volunteers can uh, help uh, our uh, refugees uh, and civilians even better they can buy food they can buy clothes and can they can pay for for gas to take these people to the safety. Okay, and in this time now, how, uh, how how did you find the money for that? We, uh, well, thanks uh, to media people, like, uh, uh, thanks, thank you, Yorksana, to Nash Holot, Nash Holos, and many others uh, who actually spread in the word. And uh, because we've been, uh, 
working in this domain for, for so long, for eight years by now, we are uh, well known uh, and uh, to, to many, and uh, that's how we able to collect funds. Mm -hmm. And do you do know any actions, uh, fundraising campaigns? Uh, yeah, of course. That's uh, pretty much uh, what what we do right now. We are raising money to uh, to support our program, Save Ukraine, and equip a soldier. We also raising money to help wounded uh, guys who have been wounded recently. They also need support because uh, it's a humanitarian uh, disaster in there and uh, hospital hospitals all over Ukraine in not in the best uh, shape. Mm -hmm. So, yes. and uh, yeah, so what we do, actually, we have newsletters, we have uh, updated information on uh, our website, uh, ukrainewarms.ca. We post uh, news uh, in our Facebook account uh, group, uh, public group, uh, Ukraine War Amps. And uh, one of the recent, uh, rec uh, recent uh, things we're doing is um, we have uh, stuff on sale, like T-shirt, Save Ukraine t and, uh... Something with sound. Probably have rain. Yeah. You have a call. Oksana? Yes, now okay. Okay, I, I probably uh, gonna start uh, over. Yes. I want to repeat. I want to repeat yeah. that uh, uh, we we have uh, uh, we have newsletters, uh, updated website. We post news and what we do and our current uh, fundraisers under Ukraine Warms public group on Facebook, and uh, we also sell uh, stuff like uh, T-shirts, Save Ukraine T-shirts. Uh, through our online uh, store, we sell also many different little nice nice uh, things with uh, Ukraine in mind, like uh, pocket knives, like uh, pans with uh, uh, Slava Slava Ukraini engra engraved, uh, trident engraved, and uh, yeah, uh, flags as well. So that's uh, that's what we do, and that's how we able to raise money to support our programs. Mm -hmm. That's great. And I saw this t-shirt, very beautiful, and probably uh, many groups can buy this. Uh, we have local, uh, our design, I don't know how to say. So our local choir bought all the same design t-shirts on the black, uh -huh. black t-shirts with the picture for Ukraine. And uh -huh. uh, it will uh, we will send now only in this t-shirt. Amazing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, our t-shirt gonna say uh, save Ukraine and our um, website uh, uh, URL just uh, so people know by buying that t-shirt they support the Save Ukraine program run by us. Mm -hmm. That's great. And uh, how? Are you keeping support with those veterans, with those injured people in previous uh, years? Uh, thank you, Oksana, for a brilliant question. Because, uh, yeah, again, I just uh, going to remind our listeners that for years we've been helping our veterans uh, in need, most of them being um, 
they many of them amputees or been severely wounded uh, injured in 2014 2015 2016 and uh, mostly young guys and uh, some have family uh, families uh, it's unfortunately not all the veterans survived till 2022 and uh, but what what i wanna um say that right now many veterans been able actually to return to more or less normal life and uh, since february believe it or not they again on the front line they actually many of them are the people with experience and knowledge how to fight the same enemy and uh, they pass in this experience and knowledge to others. They are highly motivated and they eager to do their job and finally free all of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So, that's, yeah, so that's, yeah. uh, that's uh, kind of, that's amazing news, especially if you take into consideration that some of them even uh, went uh, went uh, out of Ukraine to to support uh, themselves and their family worked in Poland or somewhere else. They came back and they came back like uh, uh, literally day or two after this huge invasion began. So, and they they went right to the front lines and. Uh, oh, they obviously communicate back to to us what uh, what the current situation and current needs are and we are here to see what we can do to help if uh, if uh, they they can buy uh, better uh, better stuff for them to to help uh, fighting uh, over there then we uh, we send them money if uh, they don't have place to buy then we actually pack up stuff, buy here, pack up and ship. We, we see the ways we can uh, we can help. But answering your question about, uh, about the veterans, I want to tell you that uh, essentially um, they right now split in two major uh, categories. Those who was able to uh, go back to and fight Russians again, and those who is uh, not capable because they amputees, because of different, uh, because uh, their health conditions do not allow them, and um, we we have uh, uh, one guy, uh, Stanislav Andropper from Kiev. He actually lived on, in a suburban area and uh, near Hostomel Airport, and uh, his life and his family's uh, life was at risk because uh, Russians. Uh, Russian troops, when they occupy uh, occupy cities and villages, they first come in f- uh, for the veterans. The veterans killed fir- the first. Yeah, about um, Stanislav Antropov from Kiev, we help him to evacuate uh, because he essentially lived uh, uh, on a on the front line, as uh, it was between Hostomel Airport and uh, the capital itself. And again, uh, he was in direct danger and even, uh, and they, the Russians, sent messages to his uh, cell phone, just threatening him and his family. 
we we help him with uh, financial support to get uh, out of Kiev. We also connected him with the uh, right people in uh, in Kiev itself. So they uh, provided certain certain help time. Uh, they actually help him with the uh, timing. Uh, when um, it was kind of right lot of time to get out of his basement. But r- right now he actually was able to to evacuate and uh, his family in uh, Italy right now. But like first week was, we were scary for his life. That's that's just just terrible. I cannot imagine even... It was hard for them. Yeah. Good, they, good they for them. Down, they on Italy. They, they yes. shut down. Uh, vets, uh, veterans got shut down first. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, how the story was, uh, Gladi family? Yeah, the Gladis. Yeah, the um, family with uh, three kids, and um, the dad uh, is a is a veteran of the uh, of the current war. They got like their youngest daughter got uh, cerebral uh, cerebral uh, pulses and uh, was undergoing treatments. They live in Western Ukraine in relative safety, but um, they used to go to Kiev for treatments for for like uh, for treatments for him and the daughter. But luckily enough, they found. Uh, a hospital, a good hospital in their area. So right now they receive treatment where they are and uh, they don't need to go uh, to seek treatment in Kiev. But their situation is the same. We have a family of five where only mom is working and uh, she has to take care of uh, her three youngsters plus husband who doesn't feel well and... uh, actually unfit to to work uh, etc so uh, i know oksana you and uh, you've been helping the family and that's a tremendous uh, help it's hard to imagine because uh, on net they look in uh, they try and uh, you know they they grow they grow grapes or they grow strawberries and they try to sell it uh, when time comes and that's how they make some extra money to uh, to afford uh, to afford treatment but it's definitely not enough and it's actually hard work to uh, to grow the stuff and have it ready for sale to go uh, to, to go to markets and and sell it it's a hard work on its own but that's how they've been able to sustain themselves but help of uh, yours and people like you is tremendous. It's good they stay in safe place. Ivano Franki is quite safe now. And uh, we hope, right, it's a new spring and summer will be safe too and they can grow more more things. Yeah, more strawberries. More yes, strawberries. Right. Yes, yeah. so I will contact with her. And uh, yes, we'll continue to support because we here in Canada, we ask people to support refugees, but people in Ukraine who are staying in Ukraine, they need support too. And we don't, we don't need to forget about them. Yeah, I, I would say they, they need even more support mm-hmm. because, but, yes. you know, refugees, those who are out of Ukraine, at least they are in safety. Yes, 
Yes. But people in Ukraine, unfortunately, you can feel, you can be safe in Ukraine, in any any village or city uh, or, ta- or town, you can feel 100% safe. Nowadays. Yes. And especially if they need treatment, they, it's hard to find proper medicine. That's true. And doctors yeah. as well. And so yeah, exactly. please uh, remind your uh, email, your address, how people can find you if they decide to support through Ukraine War Arms. Uh, people, uh, first of all, you know, many people find us just by Googling. Uh, Google, if you go online and Google veterans, Ukraine, Ukrainian veterans or support veterans, you can find easily a, a lot of materials uh, about Ukraine Wamps and our website, ukrainewamps.ca. We are, um, again, uh, Save Ukraine and uh, Equip a Soldier. That's uh, all you can read about uh, if you go on Facebook and uh, look for Ukraine War Amps. Uh, we are, our email address is ukrainewaramps at gmail.com. And uh, people who like to donate uh, through PayPal, e-transfer, just a welcome most um, welcome to use that email address ukrainewaramps at gmail.com mm-hmm. thank you thank you uh, thank you so so much for having me in your radio show and it's been through all these years it's been a tremendous support for ukraine waramps uh, in particular and uh, for ukraine and its people in a whole
ще не вмерла. Но і не жила. Моя Україна, добрі люди постарались, душу вклали, волю вкрали. І не дочекалась мати сина. І не дочекалась. Сніг не падав, пожалів. Плакав грудень, січень, лютий. Потім ще багато днів. Я не їв, не спав, но плив. Слухайте наш голос Радіо Українського коріння, котре подається вам на хвилі CHLY 101.7 FM у місті Нанайму. І з вами Оксана і Павліна. You're listening to Dash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nanaimo with your hosts Оксана and me, Павліна.
русло понад росів, і медвин в боях стонять, біла церква гримить, москалів блискавицями стріла, наш отаман, як грім, у черкасах сідолає коня, над Дніпром пролетить. У таращі розпростує крила наш отаман. Як грім, у Черкасах сідолає коня. Над Дніпром пролетить, у таращі розпростує крила. Як вогонь він випалює і нищить бур'ян блекоту. Мов двосічним мечем розбиває червоних бандитів. У трепіллі зелений подивиться мряку густу, де в диму клекотить і вирує розтерзаний Київ. У трепіллі зелений Подивиться в мряку густу, Де в диму клекотить І вирує розтерзаний Київ. Заскрегоче зубами Гляне з болем на рідне село, Стисне в боки коня, І як вихор шугне, в надвечір'я вільна січ ожила, і козацтво, як мак розцвіло, це зелену вічність веде українське безмір'я, вільна січ ожила. І козацтво, як мак розцвіло, Це зелений у вічність Веде українське безмір'я.
Now we dream of times we had before We are all tired, we can't take more And you don't care for hollow comfort, do you? We're sick of this, this pandemic Disasters, war, it's lunatic Too crushed to feel the joy of hallelujah 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 Faith isn't hard when life is well It's brittle when you're facing hell And I can't always be light-hearted for you But know that I am at your side More as a shoulder than a guide Even though we can't voice a This is Father Bruce Power with and with your spirit here on Nash Hollis Radio. During this season of Holy Pascha, we reflect, and rightly so, on the resurrection of Christ, the wonder, the glory, that incredibly good news that we have heard for centuries that Jesus truly did rise from the dead and in his risen glory he offers us a promise of hope. Now, anytime there is faith, good news, hope, and a reason to rejoice, there are going to be, unfortunately, those who will come along and rain on the parade and try to bring it all down. But faith in the resurrection has a power all its own. The resurrection of Christ does not need the wisdom and the science and the philosophy of humanity to make it real. Faith in the resurrection brings us a level of hope and a level of strength that nothing else can bring us. There's actually a wonderful little story, it's a true story, that involves a Ukrainian priest during the Soviet era that shows the power of faith in the risen Christ and how nothing can truly stamp it out because it is indeed from God. The story goes like this. During the Soviet era, as we know, the um, Ukrainian churches, both the Ukrainian Catholic and the autocephalous Ukrainian Orthodox Church, were severely persecuted. They were outlawed, along with many other denominations. And even the state-run Russian Orthodox Church was simply that, state-run, and under the controlling thumb of an atheistic regime. Religion was persecuted. It was one of the greatest persecutions of faith in 
the history of the world, and it happened right in our own times. And what happened was on one Easter Sunday, on one celebration of Holy Pascha, the Soviet authorities decided to go into Western Ukraine and further stamp out, as though they thought they could, any manner of faith in the resurrection of Christ. So they had with them a captured priest. He was obviously humiliated, frightened, didn't know what would happen to him after that. And they also had with them several very brilliant scientists, writers, philosophers, experts, the brightest of the brightest out of the Soviet Union. And they set up a podium there in this Ukrainian village and had all of these brilliant scholars give speech after speech after speech, and they forced the people to go out and listen. And there the scholars were up there going on and on and on and on, trying to make foolishness out of faith, trying to undo the faith of the people and force atheism upon them. And these great scholars went on one after the other, on and on and on, with all of their great talks and speeches and presentations and so on. And then they took the priest, they grabbed him, dragged him up to the podium, and they said, now, you've heard all of these experts, now you're to disprove what they said. Go on, try it. The priest, a humble little priest, went up to the podium and he said two words to the massive crowd that had gathered. He said, Christos Voskres. And the crowd thundered back, Voistino Voskres. For those who don't understand Ukrainian, he said, Christ is risen, the traditional greeting that Eastern Christians use with each other at this time of the year. And the crowd responded back with the usual reply, Indeed, he is risen. That's all he said. That's all he needed to say. And the crowd's response was proof. The Soviet authorities ended up letting him go, and got out of there quickly. The priest wasn't humiliated. The faith wasn't humiliated. The good villagers weren't humiliated. Those who thought they had great human wisdom and knowledge, the atheists were humiliated. The Soviets were humiliated. They humiliated themselves by blinding their own eyes to the wonder and the beauty and the message of hope that the resurrection brings. And that story of the Ukrainian priest, and it is a true story indeed, reminds us that it is in the simplicity of one's heart, the depth of one's soul, it is in the faith that we behold the resurrection of Christ. And as the beautiful prayers of the Voskresnya Utrenya, or the resurrectional matins that we celebrate on Holy Pascha say, Having beheld the resurrection of Christ, come, let us worship the Holy Lord Jesus. For Jesus has risen from the dead, as he foretold, granting us eternal life and great mercy. Christos Voskres, Voisna Voskres. This is Father Bruce with Nash Holus Radio. Zboho. Oh
here on the island, Ukrainians and Ukrainian communities and even Canadian communities organize different fundraisings. This week uh, we had already two. One was in Lake Cowichan. Over 100 people came to senior center for lunch, lunch for support to Ukraine. And uh, we raised about 3,000 and uh, this all money will be sent to Ukraine. I talked with people on this lunch, who visited this lunch, and now I would invite them to share 
the voices. My name is Gail Snyder, and I have relatives that um, are currently worried about their families in the Ukraine. My brother-in-law, Tomas Pulaski, and my other friend, Jerry Diakou, his family is still in the Ukraine. And we're quite concerned, and therefore we're doing whatever we can here in Victoria, B.C. to support the folks in the Ukraine through this terrible time in their lives and uh, enjoying what we can do in whatever way we can to support the folks through this terrible time. Uh, I'd encourage anyone and everyone else to do the same thing. Uh, everyone working together could hopefully come up with some kind of a, uh, a solution that will be in the best interests of the Ukrainian people. I am Al Hall. I'm the president of uh, the Lake, Lake Houghton District Seniors Association. And uh, with my wife managing the kitchen and putting this Ukrainian special plate on, we had a good turnout this this year. I mean, this is the first time, but it turned out well. We had some special guests, and everything went better than what we thought. And the donations are so, people are so generous. Uh, we had three girls from, or ladies from Ukraine. They did a heart-wrenching, tear-jerking messages for us, and... Uh, yeah, we so from there, as a as an organization here, we work with the community, uh, for the community. We always thinking of different ways for activities and that. So we're trying our best to just keep it going. After the long COVID, I think we're off the right foot. I'm Diane Lowe. And I'm here to wish these girls and to tell these girls that at home we pray for your country regularly. We also have a boys and girls club, so little children from the age of 6 to 12. And those little children, when we ask them what they want to pray for, they say that's pray for the Ukraine. My name is Janine Haloka. Um, this, is, this luncheon today was very dear to my heart. Um, my father was Ukraine and came over to Canada in 1933 at the age of five. So today we have served 135 people, a Ukrainian luncheon. Um, we served uh, pierogies, cabbage rolls, and a bratwurst along with dessert. We had a wonderful, wonderful turnout. Uh, the support has been phenomenal. We have raised $3,000 to give to the Ukrainian Relief Fund. And I thank everybody who has supported this cause. Hello, my name is Elizabeth Phaeton. I am a volunteer here. I really feel for you guys. You are all in my heart. And I really hope that God will resolve this and give you guys your peace, your freedom, and your health. You guys are wonderful, and with the money that we raised today, it's for you guys. Love you all. Hi, uh, I'm Lucy Vermeer. I volunteer for the 50 Plus Center. I'm in the kitchen, and uh, I send my best wishes to the people in Ukrainian, and hope for the best for everyone. Don't want this to carry on too long. My hearts go out to all the people. Thank you. Thank you, because you made uh, over 250, I think, more even cabbage rolls. For me, it's just fantastic how people can make so many, and pierogies and sausages, so delicious food. Thank you.
Yeah, they were awesome. Yeah, kitchen staff did well, and thank you for the tasty treats you had for us. They were different. Yeah, they were different. Thank you. All together, we make change. Yes, yes, we do. I've only rarely sung this song in the many years since it was written, because I never thought it would be relevant again. But in the light of one man's bloody and woefully misguided decision to invade a peaceful and threatening neighbour, the song is once again a plea for our common humanity. For the brave Ukrainians fighting against this brutal tyranny, and also the many Russians who are protesting this outrage despite the threat of arrest and imprisonment. We all of us love our children. Stop the war. In Europe and America There's a growing feeling of hysteria Conditioned to respond to all the threats And the rhetorical speeches of the Soviet Mr. Khrushchev said we will bury you I don't subscribe to this point of view Be such an ignorant thing to do If the Russians love their children too How can I save my little boy From Oppenheimer's deadly toy There is no monopoly of common sense On either side of the political fence We share the same biology Regardless of ideology Believe me when I say to you I hope the Russians love their children too To put the words in the mouth of the president There's no such thing as a winnable war So lie we don't believe anymore We share the same biology Regardless of ideology And what might save us, me and you Is that the Russians love their children And with that, we come to the end of this week's show. Please join Oksana Pobodajnik next week at 11 a.m. for another edition of Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. In between broadcasts, please visit our Facebook page and our website www.nashholos.com. Наша передача підходить до кінця. Бажаю вам гарного дня. До зустрічі наступної середи о цій же годині 11 ранку до першої дня. Нагадую, ви слухали наш голос Радіо Українського коріння на хвилі CHLY 101.7 у місті Нанаймо 
З вами цю годину була я, Оксана Побережник. Всього доброго! Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.